Grace and peace. This is United We Pray. My name is Austin Suter. I'm one of the co-hosts, and I am here with Isaac Adams because though we are quarantined, that did not spare us from a really horrible video that many of you have seen, which showed another image bearer dying. Isaac, how you doing? Have you have you seen this? Uh, I have. I um, yeah, I have. I I I go back and forth on on um, whether or not I should watch videos like that. I've quit because and because and just to put a sharp point on what you said, it's it's an image bearer dying. It's an image bearer being killed. Um, yeah, yeah. To be clear. We're talking about Ahmad Arbery, who lost his life several weeks ago now, um, but the video has made its rounds around the internet. Uh, you mentioned you watched it. I have not. We're not here to talk about whether you should or shouldn't, but when an image bearer dies, it's a tragedy. And That's right. In this way, it seems so horrible and yet familiar. Yeah, that's those are two really accurate adjectives, uh, and I'm at a loss to think of better ones. Uh, horrible and familiar. Yep. Yeah, I. It, it seemed like a couple of years ago, there was a string of a whole bunch of these videos right at once, and it wasn't as if that was the first time these kinds of events started happening, but it was the intersection of social media, the digital age, the cell phone. Now a whole bunch of people got to see um, these really disturbing events. And I haven't, I haven't watched one in a couple of years. I think the last one I watched was uh, Philando Castile. Yeah. Who I still think about. Um, I think about him probably weekly because I think about the um, experience I had growing up um, just with the, the, the different way Americans experience life and society at large. So this was a guy who had a permit to carry a firearm and uh, he was killed by law enforcement. Um, I mean, for me, like if I were to get pulled over from anywhere from 16 to, you know, 31 that I am now, the answer to, sir, is there a gun in the car is, well, I don't know, probably um, just given my, you know, upbringing and what the kinds of things I like to do with, you know, being in the mountains and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, it, just the knowledge that if the Lord gives me sons, that answer is not going to cut it for them hmm. because, because you're married to a black woman, right? And I don't know how to um, equip my sons to live in that world. And we, you know, we see this with a guy who was out jogging. You know, Isaac, I can jog without ever thinking about this kind of thing happening to me. Yeah. How, how have you been processing? How have you been thinking about things? Well, I mean, I, I, those adjectives you use are just, they're really they're not good adjectives, but they're they're appropriate adjectives. Horrible, uh, I mean, I think at first it's denial. I saw it and I was like, "Is that is that real?" Uh, not 
not is he real of course not is but almost like a not again reflex uh right and i think you know one thing austin i would ask is i think it'd be useful to talk about why you took a hard stop on watching the videos because we don't it's not in a sense we want to run from reality a kind of escapism like i just don't want to believe america is like this or people are like this um but just what they do to to see that kind of graphic nature it's just not always all things are lawful not all things are helpful i mean it's just uh yeah so um but to answer your question that kind of immediate denial kicks in then going into reading then thinking about because you know we have this this ministry what do i do i need to say anything the answer is not always yes does the ministry need to say anything the answer is not always yes uh you know will i be seen as virtue signaling okay i fear the lord that's what i'm i'm after at the end of the day so let's put that away uh i don't want to be a hypocrite of course but man i'm a black man i've been stopped by the police in the last couple of years a couple blocks from my church told to put my hands up and in this scenario we're not even talking about the police per se we're talking about it's kind of retired officer and i thought the new york times had a good just kind of um here's what we know right now right and of course on this call we're not trying to adjudicate it uh but i was talking to one black brother uh he actually just wrote for us on the hbcu article um, and he, I asked him how he was doing. He just said, man, uh, there's almost a numbness now. And I thought that was, we both recognized that being sad, like a fatigue, a numbness and just like, uh, and, um, yeah. So it's, it's sad. I'm sure it weighs on me more than I think it, uh, more than I recognize. Yeah. There's almost disbelief with this one. And some of these have caused me serious, like a Tatiana Jefferson. Can that even, how can that be? Um, I still think of Eric Gardner. I still think of Walter Scott. I mean, some of these are so, they're all egregious. They're all tragic, uh, but so egregious. I was just like, oh, it, it's not appropriate. I don't think to say it kills me, but it, it makes me recoil. So that, that'd be the answer, man. And even just how tragic it is that we have a genre of videos that we're talking about. We're comparing That's these right. videos to each other. How, how awful is that? That's right. And so, um, you know, I know we're not spending a lot of time on this call, but I, I almost was like, haven't I written about this before? And I was like, sure enough, I have. So we'll, we have an article uh, with other resources for folks who are trying to process this. Um, and I'm like, why does this feel familiar? Like we need to lament that feeling. Um, but man, let me ask. And because another thing that's happened is, you know, white brothers and sisters have been reaching out, uh, which has been encouraging, but Austin, um, why'd you take the hard stop on the videos? Yeah, I, um, you know, I don't want to make what I have chosen to do law. Um, I don't want to tell people that they have to, I don't, I would feel uncomfortable encouraging somebody to watch something like this. Um, I, I could see, uh, I, I could potentially see instances where that's useful. But uh, for me, I'm, I'm really emotionally affected by these videos when they come out. Um, I think I am, I am kind of, I'm not kind of, I'm given to depression. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know me. You've been a tremendous help to me in this um, over the years as my friend, but it's not good for me to take in that much heavy. 
Yeah. And so I yeah. I just don't. Um, I I don't think it's based out of cowardness. I don't think it's uh, denial or putting my head in the sand, but it's just me knowing myself and knowing I can't focus on this horrible thing for an extended period of time or it's really going to mess me up for a while. I appreciate you sharing that. And it goes to, uh, we have an episode coming out later this month on conscience of saying like, you know, whether or not we're not here to tell people to watch the video or not watch the video. Um, but I think what I would want to say, man, is, you know, I was thinking about this and I was like, I was speaking of, we were speaking about race and racism before Ahmad and we plan on doing it afterwards. I hope one day this ministry isn't necessary, but right now it shows that it is. And I just want to exhort people to to let the outrage, let the let the sadness push you into pursuing this loving others well across racial lines for the rest of your life, right? Like make this something where this isn't an event. Like we had this moment, I did my, you know, I checked in with someone or I did like this is a lifestyle. This is this is a part of discipleship. Um yeah. So, so yeah, man, I mean, just, it's, it's really sad. And, uh, you know, I think, um, there, there's legitimate fear and it's easy to, uh, I don't understand the reaction where people are, um, you know, people talk about the fear, like black people will talk about the fear they have right now. Uh, and people take issue with the fear instead of, any number of race, racist uh, events or acts from the past that create that fear. Like that's what we want to be about. That's what we want to be pushing it back against. I appreciate you saying that. And part of the, we don't talk about every cultural event that happens. We're generally pretty topical, um, but we we wanted to put this out as just a way to, um, as a way to process with each other hopefully is a way to help um, you, our listeners process. We hope you're doing okay with this. Um, we hope you're taking this to the Lord as we plan to. And we will be putting out um, some articles and some links that we hope will help um, Christians think better about race and racism. That's right. That's right. So man, I, I appreciate you asking and prayer is no small thing as we believe on this show. Why don't I do this? Why don't I pray for his family and for all who were directly affected by this tragedy? And you can pray more broadly for our society and everything else. Father, we were saddened and horrified and not entirely surprised by this latest video, which shows one of your image bearers, Ahmaud Arbery, um, losing his life. And Lord, we lament that as a tragedy, full stop. Lord, we pray your comfort around his family who are no doubt reeling from this, um, from all who knew him, for friends, for loved ones. Lord, we just pray your comfort on them in the midst of this tragedy. Um, we pray for all who are affected by similar events. Um, and Lord, for even those of us who did not know him who saw this video um, and were emotionally affected by this lord we pray your comfort um, we pray your help in processing what these things mean and explaining these things to 
friends or children. Um, Lord, we just pray your, your healing um, over this and your comfort. Um, bring ministers of your gospel to speak hope into these horrible situations. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, we cry out with the words of the psalmist who cried aloud to you, aloud to you, and you will hear us. In the day of trouble, we seek you. In the night, our hand is stretched out without wearying. Our soul refuses to be comforted. Uh, when we remember you, we moan. When we meditate, our spirit faints. So we ask the question, how long, O oh Lord? Uh, how long will we see videos like this? How long will so many blacks fear their lives in this country? How long will the bitter harvest of past racism rear their ugly heads? How long will seeming injustice go unpunished? Father, you know all things. You know the future. We don't. You know every detail of every case. We don't. And that's why we turn to you in prayer, in lament, and in hope. Lord, we know that you can use the darkest events for good. We know this because of the cross. What people mean for evil, you can use for good. And yet, Lord, the evil is really dark sometimes. Lord, we pray that you would help us to process this well. Lord, we pray in our churches that we would have good and loving conversations that glorify you. Uh, we pray that we would shut our mouths when we need to shut our mouths and open them when we need to open them. Give us courage to do both. Give us courage uh, Lord, give us confidence in you. And Lord, help us to be to be okay with being sad sometimes. So time for everything. Time to be sad. So Lord, let us not run too quickly past this. And let us run in the right direction because of it. And let us go forward by your grace. Have mercy on this land, on this world, under this pandemic. And Lord, um, as we think of your justice, Lord, we do pray that you would bring about justice. Father, we know that you are a God of justice and mercy. We know that the Lord Jesus commanded us to love our enemies and pray for them. So even as we think of the McMichael men, Lord, we pray that justice would be done. We pray that you would save them from their sins. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, brother. Thank you, bro. Folks can find out more at youwepray.com. They can see that article and hope they're helped by it. Pray.